You've been training all the winter And there's not a team that's fitter And that's the way it's gotta be Cause you're up against the best you know This is super test you know And you've gotta beat the best the world has seen Lily's pounding down like a machine Pascal's making divots in the green Marsh is taking wickets Oxy's clearing pickets And the chapel's eyes have got that killer gleam Mr. Walker's playing havoc with the bats Red path, it's good to see you back Lead is making runs Dougie's chewing gum And Gilmore's wielding willow like an axe Come on, Ozzy, come on, come on Come on, Ozzy, come on Hello and welcome to a very special episode of Signal of Doom. It's Dave and I've got the main man, the god of the game, Ray. Ray, how are you? Hey Dave, how are you? Always looking forward to oh, our yeah. our chats and, uh, oh my gosh. The gathering gosh. of the gods and believe you me, this is going to be, for our US listeners, they're probably going to be like, what are Dave and Ray going to be talking about? Well, we've got some Australian cricket news <laughs> And uh, I would say, yes, I would say, sit down and listen, guys, because it's going to get passionate. Basically, to put things in the picture, <laughs> Australia versus England is the all-time um, Australian England cricket rivalry, which just dates back, I think, to the I don't know, eighteen hundreds or something. And anyway, mm-hmm. uh, we play every couple of years. They come over here, then we go over there. So it's every two years we play. Now, um, obviously, we've got the English team about to arrive. The, the first test kicks off uh, mm-hmm. in a, roughly a week. Uh, Ray, um, obviously, we've had the revelations where the Australian captain was stood down with the sexting scandal. Uh, came oh, back the sexting. Rearing its ugly head <laughs> up from about four years ago. It finally caught up with him. Um, yeah. So he's gone, and uh, they're yet, they have announced a replacement well, what captain. Are you, what are your thoughts? What, what are your thoughts uh, on Tim Payne going? Not a huge loss to the team, frankly. Um, I, <laughs> I think, like, in all fairness, Tim Payne, he did a very good job with them post-Sandgate, um, Sandpapergate. Mm-hmm. And, look, he, he, was, he was fine. He, 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 he contributed very positively, but he was really yeah. only in there, I think, sort of to guide them. And as soon as he was going to be stripped of the captaincy uh, as a batsman and as a keeper, I think he's replaceable. Um, yeah. So, yeah. sad to see him go in those circumstances, though. He doesn't deserve that. Um, and he hasn't murdered no. anybody. Uh, let's not forget that. People are reacting no. as if you would have think he'd committed a triple homicide, you know. Um, yeah. You know. So, he's gone. You, you know, I mean, also, yeah, I mean, but also, you know, the captain of your country. Sure. Um, you, you just you just can't get oh, yourself yeah. in those situations, you know what I mean? Totally um, agree. You, you're... You're looked up to by, you know, young kids. Mind and, you, it all happened prior fans, to so. it happened prior to the captaincy and they knew all about it when they made him captain. Yeah. You know? Which Yeah, which, I know. What you know, that's oh the other God. part of it. Like it was all known. He he disclosed it in full when the woman came yep. forward to Cricket Tasmania. So it was all known when he assumed yeah. captaincy. And the the thing that really, really doomed him, I think, was one, his age and his batting. And yeah. two, he because of post-Sangaper paper gate, uh, he was very much shown as the squeaky clean guy, you know? Yeah. And the yeah. second that that got smeared, he doesn't have any sort of real fallback position. And yes. unfortunately for him, I think, with his age and the fact that the other candidates are probably better batsmen, 
Uh, he oh, was in yeah. a very Look, weak he's nothing fan. He's nothing wonderful with the bat. Nothing, no. There's nothing, yeah, nothing flash about him. No. So, look, he's gone. Um, he, he'll be replaced probably by Carey, potentially Inglis. We've already announced Pat Cummins, a fast bowler as captain. Smithy's going to be a yes. very active vice captain, which I think is great. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm predicting, Ray, I want to get your prediction of this series. I'm predicting 5-0 Australia. What are you predicting? Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I, I'm thinking I think it'll be a, a little closer than that. Mm. I, I, to be fair, I don't know how England have been faring lately. So not particularly I, I well. They... Not particularly well in tests. Oh, okay. So they're struggling. Okay. Yeah. Because they've generally been pretty competitive. Um, yeah. But, uh, you know, barring that purple patch that Australia went through with the, you know, their awesome side. Um, but, I don't know. I'd say maybe yeah, 4-1 then. 4-1. I like 4-1. it. 5-0 and 4-1. We're pretty confident. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I'd, I'd be surprised if it would be then like 3-2. I mean, that's as close as you can get, really. Yeah. Um, and I don't think England will win. Will win. So, yeah, 4-1. You know, the yeah. next rung down. And But <laughs> then again, they can always surprise. Uh, you know, a ball hasn't been bowled. Get in the series. Yep. They've got a good team, um, but so have we. And I think uh, on home ground advantage is big for Australia. Oh, um, huge! You know, it's yeah. a it's a big factor. Now the, the, only, the go ahead. sorry, Dave. The only I guess I mean you, you could count it as a an as um, potential influence mm. would would be the uh, the events that have happened off field for Australia sure. that may. Um, you know, may work against them, uh, may rattle the side. I, I don't know how. You know what I think, feel. though? I think if he'd played, it would have yeah. been worse. The fact yes. is he's gone, he's yeah. not there. We've already True. moved on. You know, if he played, True. the Barmy Army would have just targeted him. Oh, I would not want to be. I'd yeah. Actually, I'd be, I was thinking about that. He's actually quite safe because he'd be in the middle of the field. Um, but you know, oh, he he's, was... he's physically safe, but but mentally they try to get under his skin, you know. I oh, know that's what I mean. But if he was an outfielder, you know, if, oh, he, sure. if he was out yeah. on, on the boundary, he would Copy be roasted. It. But yeah. oh yeah, exactly. And that's all part of the game, though. Frankly, these players yeah. have to have a have you know have to have thick skin. Frankly, exactly. I remember was it um, Simon's? I think Pat Pat Simon's. I can't remember his name. South African guy. He had a frozen steggles chucked at him. Pat Simcox, <laughs> I think the off spinner. Yeah, the fat off spinner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he was good value yeah, no. actually. He was actually quite good value in his time. Oh, he was. He was. And now, until someone chucked a frozen chicken at him. Sucked in. Didn't he blow up when it happened? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> yeah, I think he did. I think he. I think he got pretty irate at the time. He did. He did. <laughs> <laughs> Now, the, the reason that we've scheduled this is not just to give our predictions of 5-0 and 4-1. Uh, sure. There's been sacrilege this week. Uh, Cricket oh, Australia man. and Fox Sports put together the best Ashes Australian team in 20 years, they said. Mm-hmm. And I I went through the squad, and we're going to go through it, and I was mostly like, yeah, 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 no, no worries, yeah, good, good, good. Uh, there's one glaring admission, which we're going to get to when we do it. Um, I've put, mm-hmm. I've, I've done my research assembling this. I've got, I've not just got twenty. I'm also going to do forty, and I've got, uh, oh. I, I've for, for your help as well, Ray. I've yes. put, I've put together a lot of stats of people. So I've got a whole one quick info. I've got like ten or twelve things. So the openers. Um, it, just for our American listeners, eleven players are selected on the field. Um, mm. in a, in a, there's no interchanging, so you have to pick eleven. So we're going to select a team 
over, firstly over the first twenty, and then we'll also we'll we'll push it out a bit more as well. Yeah. Um, it starts out with the openers who come out to open the batting. Now, the, I'm going to give firstly who this team you know that Cricket Australia and Fox Sports put together. Justin Langer, yes. JL, the current Australian coach, and okay. Matt Hayden, Mahados, um, are the two openers. Uh, oh, they they put those two. Okay. So for me, um, yep. Hados is a, is a, is a lock. Um, you know, yep. he averaged uh, a touch over fifty in Test match cricket. In Ashes tests, he averaged just over 45, 20 yep. tests. Um, Hados, for me, one of the best openers of all time for Australia. Justin Langer, um, good player. Uh, averaged 50 in Ashes, uh, averaged mm-hmm. about 45 in tests. Very good for an opener. Um, yes. Now, I'm going to say, Ray, the only person in the last 20 years, I think Dave Warner's, uh, you know, could potentially knock him out of that position. What do you think? Oh, what, uh, what do you know? Do you have his stats? Or of course I do. Um, yes. So he's he had a shockingly bad series the last time they went to England, which dragged yeah. his. So in Test match cricket, because I look at their overall record as well, I yeah. I think uh, if we're playing, if we're if we're selecting a team for at home, he averages yeah. forty eight in Test match cricket overall. He's still playing, um, yeah. and in Ashes though he averages thirty nine. Because he had that really bad okay. series, the last series in 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 England where uh, Stuart Broad just cleaned him up just consistently. Yeah, dragged yeah, his average look, right I, down. Yeah, look, I, I agree. I think um, Hayden is is pretty rock solid. Yeah. Um, also, um, fantastic fielder as well. Let's oh, not sure. forget. Yeah, uh, I think he was in the slips, right? Um, they oh, put yeah, him in the us. slips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hayden. Um, yeah. As for Langer and Warner, oh yeah, yeah. I mean Warner, I guess I, I'd. I know it's hard to. I know I always see like Warner as more, uh, more of a one like more of a more of a dasher. Yeah, he know? is. The different um, different batsman. Langer was very tough, and yeah. It, look, in fairness to Justin Langer, I think he was ideal man to go, come out, and he was a tough player. Warner, much more aggressive. You know. Yeah. 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 Uh, but look, I'd I'd stick with Langer then if we're the yeah. you know. Talk about the teams, and he worked well with Hayden. I know this is all just the theoretical side, but they loved you know, they each other. They loved each other, yeah. those two. Yeah. So yeah, I think that I'd, I'd stick with that. Now, if we're going to pump it out a few more years to the forty years, I'm going to throw a name at you that that I would pick above both of them. DC Boone. Yeah, uh, I, I thought that was coming, Dave. Uh, yeah, averaged like... averaged averaged in the mid forties in Test match cricket. Averaged uh, close to fifty against England. I've got his stats here. Yeah. Um, was a very good player, uh, and I yes. think people forget just how good um, he, he was. The rock of the Australian team for you know close to ten years. Um, yes. I'm just bringing his stats up here, but we're, we're talking about a guy who he, he in England um, he 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 averaged. You know, I, I'm, I'm trying to bring it up here. I've got everyone but fucking David Boone. Jesus, like <laughs> it's it, it's always the way now. He he averaged close. He, I think he averaged over fifty in England, uh-huh. and he averaged. Yeah. Um, is this him here, Langer? Where the fuck is David Boone? And, and he averaged. He averaged around the same in Australia. Play, played in the yeah. team for a long time. Played about one hundred and seven matches, I believe. Here we are, DC Boone. So averaged yep. forty three in Test match cricket. So a touch under Langer overall. Played one hundred and seven okay. matches against England. Yeah. Um, averaged forty five. In yeah. England, 
averaged 48. So okay. he he was very consistent. I would pit, I would put him in a 40 year yeah. team above uh, Langer, and I think yeah. the other person we're forgetting is Tubby Taylor. Um, yeah, I, I thought. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Uh, also a very good player. Um, who did taper off though in the in the latter half of his career was there more oh, as a did. captain, you know. In his yeah, prime, so. Tubby was as good as anybody, but he probably played three years through some pretty bad form. Yes. Um, so yeah. do you judge a player by his you know sort of lengthy yeah. drop? What do you think, Ray? What where are your well, thoughts? Well, also as well, look, no slights, okay? I don't want this to be any hot take or anything like sure. that. No slights to any of these players um, and their abilities, which is fantastic. Um, and what I look towards for uh, for Booney yeah. is that um, his opposition were Tough. was so difficult. He lived in an era when there were some greats, you know, just hands down greats all over the all over the shop, all over the world, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, and. And so I don't want to slight, you know, the likes of, of Hayden and Langer and uh, and Warner, mm. um, because there are they are playing against some legends too. But back in the eighties, yeah, far out. The West Indian bowling lineup, for example. Oh, so you know, if you look at his average, his stats, I mm. mean, it would you'd understand, you can understand why it would maybe a touch lower. It's because his opposition oh, yeah. was well. He played. Was, he he debuted yeah. in against the yeah. the, the mid eighties West Indies team. That's where he debuted. Yep. Yeah. And, well, and, and in fairness, he averaged yeah. about 40 against the Windies and uh, he scored hundreds against yeah. them. was as tough as they come, yeah. DC Boone. I, I, I would select him. Um, and I'm yeah. going to throw another name at you, Ray, and I'm going to be interested to get your yes. take on this. For a tough batsman uh, yep. in the Langer mould, uh, Kepler Vessels. What do you think? Oh, Fidel, um, yeah, yeah, another. Uh, he was captain as well, wasn't he? He was captain did, of South he, Africa. Um... He he played for Australia. Played about twenty five games. Did well for us. Yes. Then he left. Did he? Well, did, did he go to South Africa? One of the um, what were they called? The uh, Rebel Tours. Uh, they, yeah, they he tour. did. Yeah, I believe he did go on at least one. He, but he actually went yeah. back to South Africa. Then he then he came back okay. years later. Played for South Africa again. Yeah, uh, and captained them. Um, still a good player. Uh, I'm, now I'm not saying he's any better than a than a Booney, but yeah. he was a tough player. Kepler oh Vessels. yeah, no, no doubt as well. I, to, to be fair, I haven't um, haven't had not seen too much of him, mm. um, so I can't comment. But he from well, from what I've heard, he was uh, he was quite tough. Um, I would just say the same out, but what do you think of uh, Jeff Marsh? Then he was a, he was a, a rock solid, good, good player, but but not yeah. as good as Booney. Um, no. And his average well, they worked, average yeah. was like Jeff Marsh's average was in the early thirties, whereas Booney, you know, who was yeah. his opening partner early on, um, Booney yeah. and Marsh opened up the innings. Um, I think yeah, DC Marsh, Boone was a was a cut above. Yeah, Marsh was more, um, you know. Uh, face a hundred balls to score twenty runs. That sort of, you know, he would. Yeah. He'd be kind of really careful. I guess that really um, didn't help him. Um, but yeah, yeah, um, fair enough. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's true. Oh, yeah, I reckon I I would agree that Booney should be in there. Yeah. So we've um, so we've yeah. got um, we've got a we've sort of we've sort of said okay, Hados, uh, Langer maybe sneaks out Warner in the in the twenty years, but I think Booney in the in the in the forty. Um, Booney's got it. Got to be in there at number three. It's a no surprise who is is here. Ricky Ponning and um for me, <laughs> I mean he's straight into my side of, of any era. Uh, Thirty five tests, uh, he scored close to twenty five hundred runs at forty four on average, which is actually six runs below his or seven runs below his actual actual average. 
Um, but he was a tough player, Ricky, and, um, you know, I, I don't see there's any sort of, for me, there's absolutely no doubt that he's there. Yeah. Oh, look, um, you know, I'd agree as well. My reflex answer yeah. um, would have been uh, the likes, you know, number threes, again, for the US listeners, they're more of a... First drop. It's kind of more of a... Sorry? First drop coming in, you know. It's a, it's a first drop. They're actually more of the um, – they've got all the skill of the openers, but they, they are quite aggressive. Yeah. Um, they, they're there to really kind of consolidate and bring the, the score up. Yeah. Um, my reflex answer would have been Dave uh, – not Dave uh, – Dean Jones. But sure. test-wise, I don't know his stack. He was an exciting player. Uh, very good remember... Very good stats. I can tell you his stats off the top of my head. Uh, averaged about yeah. 44, 45 in test match cricket. Um, okay. So, you know, played 52 games, I believe. So, very good player. But I, I think Ricky yeah. beats him, you know, but, you know, Dean Jones was a great yeah. player, you know? Yeah. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. Um, no, yeah, Ricky, I can't really I can't really fault. Um, he just seemed to get better and better. Uh, he was a bit of a wonder kid, yeah. I think, when he started. Yeah, he got uh, selected But he just young. seemed to mature yeah. and get better. Yeah, Yeah, no, for sure. 35 tests too, so he, he played a fair number of mm. tests. So, he, you know... Uh, if we go 40 years, I think um, uh, Dean Jones comes into the equation um, mm-hmm. as a potential. I was going to say, no, I wouldn't bat him at three, but in a 40, year, 40 years team, I think Greg Chappell uh, strolls into the squad. Oh, oh you know? yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, yeah. I'd probably bat Greg Chappell at four, though, you know? Okay. Uh, Ricky, yeah, batted, yeah, Ricky batted at yeah. three pretty much his whole career from memory, you right. know? Yeah. Uh, whereas Greg Chappell uh, used to roll in at four. And put the sleeves up yeah. and, and go about scoring. Yeah, that's fair. Okay, so we've got our three, uh, which is the same as the as this cricket Australia thing, and then we've got at four, uh, they've got Steve Smith, um, which I think mm-hmm. is you know in the last twenty years undeniable. He has to yes. be there. You know, there's oh, he's a, he's a freak. He's yeah. an absolute freak, and he's still going. And he just came off that great Ashes series in England last time, and I think he's mm-hmm. primed for a big series this series, frankly. Um, yes, I'm um, picking... and uh, again for the uh, uninitiated who, who may be listening, uh, so Steve Smith um, has broken the mould, so to speak, mm. with a lot of batting. Um, oppositions have mentioned that they they don't know how to bat, uh, how to bowl to him because mm. he actually adapts. Uh, he adapts the way he's playing style to yeah. basically each and every game. So very uh, very adaptable, very hard to bowl against. Totally, totally, and so. We're we're in we're in agreement with the number four and as uh, who, who as, the other content? Sorry. Well, I was going to say if we if we look at fours in the last twenty years, mm-hmm. um, who would there be? Uh, well, I mean, in twenty years, I'd argue that Mark War was yep. was was very good, and I've actually got him um, in the forty years squad, and I and I think. Mark War could easily roll into this team. He averaged uh, again. I've checked his stats. He averaged yep. fifty against England. Oh, um, I've got his stats right here. I was looking at them. Just here we go. I've got so overall his his test average is lower than you'd expect. He averaged a tick under forty two. Um, oh wow! Okay. Yeah, but against England, fifty point oh nine yeah. in Australia. Uh, sorry, in England he averaged forty nine point five four, which is higher than most of the people. In this list, mm-hmm. um, okay. he loved playing against England, and we know him was a very fluent stroke maker. Oh, um, was he the best? The best uh, his leg glances or his his leg yeah. side play was effortless. Yeah, yeah, no, he's a effortless. very very good player. 
And frankly, in his last, uh, in, in 2001, which was his last Ashes series, he mm-hmm. averaged 86 against England in five wow. matches, scored 200. So, yeah. see, Mark I mean, Wall as much as, could, could roll yeah. into that squad, you know? Yeah, I mean, as much as I do love, I mean, you know, Dave, uh, I'm a big fan favourite of Mark Wall. Mm. As much as I do love him, uh, if you compare him to Steve Smith, though, yeah. I think you can't, you can't um, compare him and, and the freak. No, I, I think, think Smithy beats Smith, him, uh, you know. I think Smithy... Yeah. Smithy, it's almost like Smithy is kind of like the next dimension player. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Um, yeah. He, he. I will say one of my favourite memories. I was at the SCG and Mark Wall came out to bat, and I remember the members were rising when he came out, like a standing ovation when he came out to the ground. You know, right, right. And yeah. I just thought, yeah, this yeah. is this is this is it. But I think Smithy, uh, his record, um, yeah. uh, interesting though. If you, if you if you put Smithy against Craig Chapel, I think it's much more of a tougher conversation. You know, for the for, oh, okay. for the yeah, number yeah. four slot, you'd have both in the squad. But I, yep. I've got to say to myself, Craig Chappell, uh, he was as good as they come. Oh, know? absolutely. Yeah, no, he was, yeah, he was just remarkably good, wasn't he? He um, was. He never really, and, he uh, had that one season where he had a slump, but really he played, he played mm. against all the best, you know? Well, that, that as well. Like he did his opposition. And again, no slight against Steve Smith or whatever. Mm. But he, yeah, Chappell did play up against the best, you know. Wendy's in their prime. No, there were no, there were no Zimbabwe's. There were no Bangladesh. You know, there was no, none no, of no that. No helmets as well. <laughs> yeah, there was, there was helmets at the end of his career. But oh, yeah, I, w- yeah. I would dare say in England, he probably played on some uncovered pitches too. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. He's, interestingly enough, he averaged uh, a tick under 54 in Test Match Cricket. Uh, his Ashes average is 45, and which okay. is, but he played a lot of games against England because of his career. Uh, and in, in England, he averaged a tick above 40, but he averaged 45 yeah. overall. Very dominant player. Um, yes. Yeah, yeah, beautiful player, really. Where do you put, um, I could be getting the batting order wrong, mm. but uh, Dave, where do you put AB then? Well, AB's number four, isn't he? Oh, in this squad, I think he slides down the order. He slides um, down, okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Sure, yeah, sure. I, 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 no, look, AB, probably one of the greatest men Australian cricket's ever had, but sheer batting ability, I'd put him below Greg Chappell and Smithy and Ponting, you know. Uh, yeah, fair enough. Fantastic fair enough. player and uh, probably should captain the tough, side. Very tough player. Oh, yeah. And I mean, yeah. he, uh, fantastic player. We're going to get to him, don't worry. Yeah, um, <laughs> and yeah, but he's in the conversation for sure, AB. Okay. Yeah, AB. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. um, you know, now, um, then we've got number five. So mm-hmm. they picked Smithy at three. And yes. Smith, sorry, they picked Smithy at four, um, four yeah. which we've ticked. We got to number five, and something very odd happened. Um, I was expecting <laughs> to see Steve Waugh there at number five where he batted yep. for his career yep. and uh, believe if I go to Steve Waugh's record, averaged about 51, 52 in Test Match Cricket, uh, averaged over 60 against England, by the way. Very right. solid. Very solid. Played a lot of games, too, against England. But instead, yep. we've got Michael Clark, um, who what? averaged... Yeah, at five, averaged, played yeah. 35 tests, so he had a fairly long run, averaged yeah. just over 40. Um, right. And it goes, the former Aussie skipper edged out Steve Warren, Damian Martin. I'm like, why? Well, How? I mean... Also, as well, if it's, if it's all about skippers, I mean, Steve Waugh did captain the sides as well. So, 
um, yeah. captains. So, so it's not like Clark is in there because he's a captain. I'm I'm a bit flummoxed at that, really. I, I mean, don't understand um, what's going on. Did some cash exchange hands that we're not aware of? <laughs> I want to go through Steve War's record. Um, for, yeah, for and, those, and sorry for listeners. Sorry, listeners as well. You love it. Known as the Ice Man. Nice so Ice there you man, go yeah. for the geeks. <laughs> exactly. Now Steve War played 168 yep. games. Right. Um, yep. Averaged 51.06 versus England, averaged 58.18 yeah. uh, in England. Because I always think it's important to know how they toured, you know? Yeah. And I think yeah. uh, Greg Chappell, um, his average of a tick over 40, he'd probably be a bit disappointed by that, you know? I'm sure he's yeah. got some beautiful hundreds, but um, Steve Waugh in England, 58.18. Mm. Now, this is a guy who played from 1986 to 2003. Uh, yeah. Look, I don't know how we're keeping Steve War out of this squad. And by the way, they made him 12th man, Ray, which is uh, insulting as oh, well. Oh, wow, they made him 12th man. Like, I don't understand wow. this. This, this... Maybe It's politics. It must be politics, surely. I don't know. Yeah, it's a, bizarre, it's a bizarre selection. And, I mean, like Michael Clark, I'd have my... If we're, if we're, if we're, if we're deleting Steve War... I mean, mm. in front of Michael Clark, I'd I'd have the likes of Mark War easily. I'd have the mm-hmm. likes of like even Damian Martin. Like I don't know, Damian like Martin, yeah. I I Greg just Blewett. don't understand. Would you say Greg, Blewett? Greg Blewett. Yeah, there's a blast from the past. <laughs> I, I don't know. To me, Clarky obviously a good batsman, yeah. also a very toxic personality in the team. We can't uh, right. deny that as well. Like, um, yeah. you know, there's that there's that factor. For me, Clarky doesn't get into the squad. Um, he doesn't even get on the plane. He's not even. So he was a ca- he was a captain, but he was a very um um like vanilla vanilla captain. Like there's nothing really. Yeah. I don't think anything really shone from him. I think there would have been, there might have been a, a small period where he was the the guiding light and probably you know yeah. the best player in the team, but it, that sure. wasn't the whole case of his tenure. It no, was only no. like a yeah. Yeah, exactly. There was a moment where where Ricky was just starting to ebb off, and Clarky was the number mm. one player. Let me tell yep. you this. Um, and by the way, Ricky's ebbing didn't last long because he came roaring back <laughs> in a series against India. Yep. I remember he notched up a big double hundred and followed it up with another ton. Um, I yep. was at the ground when Michael Clark scored his 300 against India, the most boring day of cricket of all time. Like, the Indians <laughs> had all the fielders on the boundary rope and he was just paddling yep. the ball to them and taking a single, oh. like, or, like for hours, right? I was so, Fury, I was almost asleep. Um, May, May, that 300 was made not from any fours or any boundaries at all, I guess. <laughs> oh, it was, it was, it was yeah, a very yeah. long, long day at the cricket. So I'm sorry, wow. Clarky, you're not even on the plane. You're not in the conversation. Yep. This is, uh, I, th- I feel that this was put out to generate yep. controversy, this selection. Because right. no one I've spoken Maybe. to, I said to my sister, can you believe that Steve yeah. was not in the squad? And she said, what? I said, Michael Clark, she says, she goes, it's ridiculous. You know, maybe Lara, maybe Lara Bing had something to do with it. <laughs> yeah, he's ex, ex flame. Um, <laughs> then we had uh, so we, okay, we've we, we've we've established that Clarky no. Um, get get Steve War in there. Steve that, War's got to be the in the squad. And see, can you imagine how grumpy Steve War would be? He strides to the crease. He's like, that's that's right, I'm back. Yep. You know, yeah. Um, and again, for for some listeners that may be unaware of Steve War, very tough nut. Yeah. Um, was it during the World Cup uh, to uh, Herschel Gibbs? Yes. Herschel Gibbs dropped a catch. 
uh, crucial catch. And Steve yeah. said to him while he was batting, he said, you've just dropped the World Cup. Yep. And he was right. Steve <laughs> was right. <laughs> we right. snuck across what the line. We snuck across the line yeah. in that game. That was a great World Cup. That was yeah, a, that was a really good. That yeah. was a great, great. So, South Africa were firing. They were, they were great. They were a great side as well. Oh, South Africa, super dangerous side. Very dangerous yeah. side. Um, yeah, packed with lots of match winners. You know, they were a tough team to beat. Um, yeah. Then we have an interesting one, and I want to. This is one that I think we can really dig into. At six, yep. they've selected Mike Hussey, Mr. Cricket. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Played 15 tests, uh, scored yep. over 1,300 runs, at just a tick under 60. Uh, brilliant player, uh, the Huss. Yes. Uh, didn't get his chance until later in his career and then was really, really good. Um, yes. I'd almost say, um, yeah, he, he kind of walks in at that six slot. I can't think of anyone in the last 20 years. Can you think of anyone? I mean, the only person no. I can think of, if you're looking for a team balance, if you've got such a strong batting lineup, I'd almost yeah. say Watto um, because he offers a bowling oh, option. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. I, I, if you, if you, yeah, he's got the versatility, but oh. I mean, for me, Pussy's a no brainer. Yeah. Um, he's, he was just, he just, uh, he was one of the few players that I watched oh. that uh, I thought to myself, like this guy, he was built and born to do this. Like he, yeah. He just, no, it just seemed natural for him. Like, I agree. I, I wouldn't leave him out. I think, um, yeah. I think Huss has got to play in the, in the last 20 years too. I, I, yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. don't feel yeah. it's, um, I, I feel yeah. it's an easy selection. Um, I would yeah. say in the last 40, that that's where I'd put in AB above him, you know? Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, AB averaged 55 in test match cricket against England. Uh, yeah. played a lot of matches against them. Um, scored a lot of vital runs. But yeah. I mean, how, it, how was um how was Michael Bevan? Was he number six as well? Yeah, but he was a he was a one day guy. Um, oh, he, he never, okay. He's testing. He, yeah, I was his unsure. Test how he was went. he only averaged in the twenties in Test bench cricket. Oh, okay, okay. Um, yeah. Great one day player. Um, yeah, and he yeah. did. You are right. He did bat at six in one day is typically. Yeah. And um, yeah, but uh, I think Huss undeniable. Uh, would you yeah. agree with me that AB probably putting AB in at six? In, in, yeah, in definitely. I, I, I was kind of unaware that AB was so much down the order. Like he played, I always saw him hovering around four or five. But yeah, I mean, put yeah, him he, in for sure. I, I can tell you, AB in his absolute prime was certainly batting at four in the eighties. Yes, but yeah. as as the wars came into the side and that, he kind of slid down the order a bit ah, okay. towards the end. Because um, okay. back in those days, it was pre Ricky Ponting, so you, you often had a Dean Jones at three and an AB at four. Yes. Yes. Uh, and Steve yeah. Waugh was batting down the order at five or six, but then Mark mm-hmm. Waugh came into the squad and he generally batted at a four. Uh, right, and AB right. would slide down to a five or six. And I just feel with a Mike Hussey or AB at, at, at six, gee, you've got a rock solid, um, you know, lineup. Are you there, right? You there? Yeah, sorry. I, I, you just broke up for a sec. I'll, I'll just cut back. I just think with a Mike Hussey or AB at six, you've just got a rock-solid base there, Ray. Would you agree? Oh, yeah. Um, oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't change that at all. Now, if you're going... I'll tell you someone who came in at six in Australian cricket um, that was a very good player, Doug Walters, um, back in the 70s and very early 80s, was a really oh. good... Averaged a tick under 49 in Test Match cricket... Uh, yeah. But struggled in England, never scored a century in England and actually averaged below 30, but was a very dominant player. 
Um, right. But if we were touring England, there's no way you'd pick him above a Huss or an AB at six. Are you, are you talking about Doug Walters? Yeah, Doug Walters, man, yeah. Oh, well, yeah, okay. I've I, I actually never seen him play, but I mean, I know him as a player. I have childhood um, okay. memories. Childhood memories when he was playing his right. last few games in the one-dayers. Uh, yep, yep. He played for a couple of years in the very early 80s when I was just starting to watch cricket. Okay. Um, but he was a very aggressive player. Uh, oh, right, and nice. it was, and he thought of very highly. We're very, very good player with a very good record, but yeah. struggled in England against the moving ball. Um, oh, okay, but right. was such a good player that he that they never dropped him, you know, because yeah. he was just that good. Um, yeah, and a great record. So he, I don't think if we're playing in Australia, I you know Doug Walters comes in the conversation. But if we're on tour, I'm sorry I'd leave mm-hmm. Dougie at home in this squad, you know. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. I mean, I'm happy to, yeah, happy to kind of leave him out. Um, yeah, leave <laughs> just him out. I just like, I hadn't heard that name in years. Yeah, well, you know me. I like to sometimes yeah. throw, out a, throw out a curveball, a Kepler yeah. Vessels, a Doug Waters. Um, <laughs> I don't, I, I'll mention another opener who comes in the conversation you may not be aware of, Ian Redpath. Um, no. <laughs> big not a, not player from, played, seriously good player, played from the mid-60s to the end of the 70s. Uh, okay. Very good opener. Very right. dour, rock of the batting kind of opener. Yep. Thought of very highly by the Chapels. Uh, and it had a good yeah, record. Right. Averaged yeah. in the mid-40s in Test Match Cricket. Played on uncovered okay, yeah, that's, yeah. yeah, Anything in the mid-40s onwards is pretty good. Pretty As good an average. opener too, Ray. You know? Yeah. Yeah, um, right. Just thought I'd throw that name out there just for the listeners at home if you've got your scorecards. Um, <laughs> we're almost going 50 years for him though, aren't we? You know, geez, that's a that is a blast from the past. <laughs> now at number seven, um, mm-hmm. we've got Adam Gilchrist in the last twenty, and I think for me, Adam Gilchrist is in, is in an all time Australian squad. You know, oh, Gil, yeah, Gilly again. Um, back in the day, yeah, he he was seen as a bit of a freak yeah. as well. He he succeeded uh, the likes of Ian Healy, who was yes. already a bit of a dasher as a as a wicket uh, keeper batsman. Yeah, for sure. But then Gilly Gilly came along. Yeah, and he he stepped up five notches from Ian Healy, yeah. and I remember being a big fan of Ian Healy. But then Gilchrist came along, going, "Geez, okay, you can actually get better." <laughs> I agree. Ian Healy was good, but uh, yeah. Gilly was 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 an absolute master. He averaged forty five in um in uh, matches against England, played twenty tests, and I think he averaged about forty seven uh, overall. Right. Uh, yeah, he walks into the squad, you know. Yes. Match winner. Yeah. I, I can't. Yeah, I mean, he had the be- beautiful timing. Absolutely beautiful timing. The number of times it, in Australian cricket where I remember we'd lost a few early wickets and Gengilly would come yeah. out and just dominate, and suddenly we're looking at a score yeah. above 350. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, th- that's the thing as well. He, he, could, he could play tests as well, but he could also. He was such a dasher. He actually yeah. changed the. the I believe he changed the face of the game for the one day is when the Sri Lankans started putting. Um, really big dashes, yeah, yeah. Up, the, up at the up the crease for openers, where the openers will come in, try to hit all these sixes, you know, that yeah. sort of thing. And that was all Gilly. Um, and he's not a big man, but as I said, his timing, he, he would smash huge sixes. I firmly um, believe that one yeah. of the all-time best Australian opening partnerships was Gilchrist and Mark Waugh. Together, as, yeah. as, as yeah. openers for the one-day squad, I felt oh, we were, yeah. we, they were just amazing, you know? Yeah. Yeah, both guns firing there. Yeah, and and like up, so we'd have Gilchrist and Mark War opening one day, isn't Ricky coming in at three? It was like a dream. Yeah, oh. you know, I was, I, I, I'd set my my table in front of the in front of the cricket and just set, set settle down with a 
with maybe a beverage and, and something to eat because you're in for a feast. And that's a that's a super group right there. <laughs> exactly. So, <laughs> in, in essence, the batting lineup we haven't got too many problems with, other than the disgraceful omission of Steve Waugh. That I mean, that was a the glaring, glaringly big omission, which should terrible. Should be rectified. Should be rectified. Should be, and and yeah. I dare I say that whoever selected this maybe should be brought before the panel, you know, and yeah, official reprimand Lara, of some kind. Lara, Lara should be brought before the panel, yes, I'm sure. Yes, indeed. <laughs> now we come to the bowlers, and I I feel that some select themselves, but again, uh, some controversial. So we've got it coming in at, at I guess, eight. Uh, yeah, after mm-hmm. the keep. We've first time one up, we've got Mitchell Johnson. As um, so, I'll, I'll I'll name the pace bowlers have selected, okay? Because okay. I guess you know we need to yeah. talk about the bowlers. So we've selected Mitchell Johnson, uh, who definitely yeah. won us, definitely won Ashes by himself. I feel, um, yeah. Nineteen tests, eighty-seven wickets at twenty-five point eight one. Okay, so they've got him. Then they've got Pat yeah. Cummins, who's just been selected captain. He's played ten tests. He's taken fifty-two wickets at twenty-one. So it's very good, but he's only played mm-hmm. ten. Yes. And only then we've 10, obviously yeah. got Glenn McGrath uh, at yes. Uh, has, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, come on, obviously in uh, thirty tests, hundred and forty-seven wickets, at just an average a tick above twenty, which is amazing. I, I'd, I'd call him the cork, Dave, because yeah. um, dried up. Yeah. Um, runs dried up with him. If and he, he just bowled the, that line. Remember, how many times did you see someone nick outside off to Slips or to Ian Healy or yeah. Gilchrist with Glenn McGrath? Oh, it's beautiful bowling from him. And he has this weird action uh, which saves his back, apparently. He, he, yeah. The way that he, he did it, apparently, was using all his stomach and front muscles. And I, um, I, didn't, so, I never remember him injuring himself other than when he tripped on the ball that one time and um, yeah. was out of the yeah, ashes yeah. for it. Like, I don't I remember Glenn McGrath breaking down, you know, nothing. No, no. He's yeah. Mr. Reliable, but I think I it's because of that action as well. It really did save his back with a lot of problems that bowlers have, yeah, pace back, bowlers. Back uh, he, he, you know, he avoided all of that. All right. Now, I totally, I 100% agree with you. Now, okay, if we talk about the pace bowlers in the last 20 years, let's throw some names together. So, Glenn McGrazi, okay, he's locked in. Yep. He's locked in. Mitch Johnson, yep. um, mm-hmm. he definitely won us. One Ashes series almost single-handedly. The, the sheer terror of the English. And I loved Mitch mm-hmm. Johnson. Um, I, and, you know, Cummins, uh, for me, the only thing is, Cummins is fantastic, but is 10 tests enough to walk into the squad? Have you got any other names that you want to throw out there in the last 20 years, Ray? Last 20 years? I don't know. Nah, um, I'm looking beyond that. I'm looking at 30, 40 years. Uh, more, but I like it. I can't. Yeah, I can't think of. I, like Mitch, Mitch Rhino Johnson Harris. Had... Rhino Harris. Uh, Ryan Harris was a very good bowler. Um, yeah. Dodgy yeah. knees, though. Dodgy knees. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and you would never probably play a five games in a series. Whereas I, I, I've got to say in the last 20, Mitch Johnson, for me, gets in there because of his sheer uh, ability. But the problem is, Ray, he did suffer mm. with confidence issues you needed to. You needed the team psychologist with him. I think you know, great bowler. I loved him, but oh, wow. he, he wasn't yeah. the most stable unit. Um, and he, you know, he left the game at periods. What I'm saying is, he's on the plane. He's in the squad, and I'd select him. Yeah. But if he's not feeling up to it, I'd, I'd oh, almost, then, I'd almost slot someone else in. You know, then yeah, then you have a liability. Um, so yeah, that that's a yeah, so a confidence player. It sounds like. Um, yeah. but yeah, I mean, out of the out of the. Um, the reins of selection. Uh, Stuart Clark. 
Stuart Clark is his oh, name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuart Clark's pretty good. He was pretty damn he, good, yeah. Yeah, I, I'd, I'd rate him. But Mitch Johnson, definitely. I'd put Stuart Clark over um, Pat Cummins. Yeah, you, you you would think, yeah, with his... Um, Pat Cummins has only played 10 tests. And the, the thing is, again, he's in the squad and he bowls at pace, yep. but if he breaks down, then we've got yep. an issue, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got a big issue. <laughs> Um, How about um? Yeah. Is is he a bit too far? I'm thinking Nathan Bracken. Is, is that oh, too? Oh, that's a wowee. Um, <laughs> let's have a look at the average because that's a I'm not familiar with exactly what he's. He's a huge, a huge fella. I remember seeing him at the local Oval, Drummond oh, Oval. Really? And he was a lot bigger than I thought he was um, on TV. Uh, towering, towering fella. I remember I once saw him. Um, at the Sydney Cricket Ground, uh, parked outside the tab, working on a phone furiously. <laughs> um, looked like he had some real uh, sort of um, action going on of some kind. I don't know what was going on, but there was a very intense yeah. phone call was taking place. Um, I'm wondering if he actually played a test. Oh, no, he did. I'm just trying to hold yeah, on. Yeah, yeah no, he probably, did. probably not that much. Yeah. He played five tests. Okay, um, less than Pat Cummins. Let's see okay. what his uh, bowling average of 42. I can't see him getting oh. into the squad. Was oh, a one-day okay. specialist they used him for. Yeah, um, fair enough. Yep. Was, was, was ranked number one uh, one-day bowler at a point. In his prime, oh. which was only a couple of years because he had injury problems. Yes. Um, yeah. Actually settled uh, against Cricket Australia for saying they mismanaged his injuries. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, because he had a serious knee I believe from memory, knee problems was a very effective swing bowler. Um, had the swing going, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. not as good as yeah. not as good as some other swing bowlers, but no. But in his prime, he's one of those guys who had like two really good seasons. You know, yeah. Um, yeah. Now yeah. I'm going to pump it out a bit because I think it's more fun when we pump it out to 40 years. I'm going to throw a couple of names at you. I believe Craig yep. McDermott. Um, Craig McDermott is. Um, is are it, we talking only pace bowlers or? Well, I'm talking about the pace. We're, we're, we're gonna. Okay. We've got it. We we've obviously the one we've we're just not even mentioning because he's such an automatic is the spin bowler Shane Warne. Sure. Um, oh, spin bowler medium paces though. Um, okay. Well, let, let's stick the pace. Craig Craig McDermott for sure. Mm. How about how about um, Flemo? Damien Fleming, good Damien. bowler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in the conversation. Yeah, good swing. Awesome swing. Swing king. Who? Swing king. What do they call him? The the bowlerologist. Let's have a look. Let's <laughs> let's they? let's bring up. I believe let's bring up some some averages of Craig McDermott because I remember Craig McDermott being a linchpin of our bowling lineup for about four years. Just well, he and he and Bruce Reed were oh, just Bruce Reed was that a, tandem was a, such was, a favourite yeah. of mine. Uh, again, yeah. but, you know Craig McDermott played a long time for a bowler, whereas Bruce yeah. Reed he struggled with bad back injuries, bad stress fractures. Oh yeah. Now, yeah, Craig McDermott yeah. played 71 games. Um, uh-huh. He averaged 28 with the ball, which is a bit higher than some of these other guys, but he played yeah. from 84 to 96. Now, versus England, let's have a look. Yeah. He averaged Again, tw- he's, playing, he's playing cream of the crop. Remember, this yeah. is Booney's era. So, he, yeah. he, he, he averages 26.3 against England. He took 84 wickets. It's a very good record. In okay. England, though, uh, he, had, he, he averaged 34. So oh, okay. he's he 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 blows out a little in England. He had he only played eight games. Uh, okay. He took thirty wickets in eight games, though, which isn't bad. But yeah, um, right. you know, he was a good bowler. Um, he deserves to be in the conversation if we're talking forty years. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to say something sure. probably slightly controversial. 
Uh, I yeah. would probably pick him right now. If we're picking these guys at their peaks, you know, like yeah. we're not picking them now to play in a game today. Oh, no, of course we're, not. We're pick- no, 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 no. I'd pick him above Pat Cummins uh, in the first match probably, you know. Yes, he's got yeah, the longevity. I... He's got the he's got the wickets. He's taken, you know, yeah, however yeah. many wickets. Two hundred and ninety-one wickets, Ray. I mean, you don't get two hundred and ninety-one wickets by luck. Yeah, you know. Yeah, no, I I agree with you. Um, like if we were to go beyond like the forty years, uh, yeah, for sure. There are there are plenty other bowlers that I can think of that can make that squad. Well, um, there's one yeah, bowler yeah, who yeah, there's sure. one bowler though I think who uh, has to walk in, and that's Dennis Lilly. Oh, oh, yeah, I mean, but yeah, yeah, if we're going way back, yeah, for well, sure. I thought, you were about to say, I thought, thought you were about to say Peter Taylor, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm bringing up Damien Fleming, because I know you, you've put out the, yeah, played 20 yeah, tests. Put out put, yep. Played 20 tests. Uh, where's his bowling? Uh, to, average 25. Um, there you go. Yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah, I mean, he famously has taken two hat-tricks, uh, took yep. 75 wickets. Um, I always felt with, with Damian Fleming they could have played him more. I, I liked him a lot, mm. frankly. You know, he just gave that he just gave that um, a little bit more range with yeah. uh, with the pace. You know, because he he bowled he bowled so differently to the likes of McGrath. You know, yeah. the, the straight the fast bowlers. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, Dave, how about how about Brett Lee? I was just about to say Brett Lee, and yeah. I almost feel who have they picked? They've picked Mitch Johnson and Brett, uh, Mitch Johnson and and Pat Cummins. How's Brett Lee missing out? You know exactly. You know, but hang on, Brett, is he is he in yeah. the twenty years? Yeah, he I'm is. I'm not isn't sure. He? I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. I, in my Brett opinion, Lee. he is. Like, look, think of it this way. Okay, we're in. Yeah. What what year are we in? Twenty twenty one. Yeah. So yeah. in two thousand and one, Brett Lee was in his absolute prime. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, I yeah, mean, do you absolutely. remember when we won the yeah. against Windy's uh, two two thousand one season against the West Indies? Yeah. We demolished them five nil. Ricky yeah. was on record as saying he didn't even feel they were playing the proper team. You know, yeah, we we we, yeah. we and, and Brent Lee. I mean, I just remember he was just taking wicket after wicket. He was a monster. He was feared. He yeah. um, consistently one of the fastest bowlers on earth. I've got to um, say, Pat yeah. Cummins for me, take a seat. You know, and, yeah, yeah. and let, 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 I mean, let Binger play a few matches here, you know? Yeah, let Binger, come on. Bring Binger in. Yeah, so exactly. I, I feel as if, would we say we're selecting Mitch Johnson? I I, I am. I, I think so. I think so. Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, the 20-year bracket, yeah. The 20-year sure. bracket. Uh, Pat Cummins, I'd probably say, replaced with Brett Lee. Brett Lee, absolutely. Shane Warne, obviously. You know, yes, uh, as the spinner, um, yep. and he'd be in the all-time squad. I think as the spinner as well. I think you could go forty, a hundred, two hundred. You know, he'd still be in the squad. And you've got yep. Glenn McGrath again. I think in an all-time squad, he's there. You know, but, but Dave, where where do you put? Uh, you know, okay, again, I'm going beyond the forty. I just want no. to mention his name, the smiling yep. assassin, Who? Terry Alderman. Uh, where, where do you put him? I he's put him player. very, very, very highly. I. I would say he's the finest swing bowler Australia's yep. ever had. Um, Me too. Me too. Uh, even above, even above a Damien Fleming. Uh, oh, no, absolutely. Absolutely. I yeah. remember watching Damien Fleming going, "Oh, I've seen better swingers." Like you know, because I grew up on I grew up on uh, Terry Alderman, and he yeah. head and shoulders oh, yeah. best swinger bowler I've ever seen. Terry Alderman for Australia took forty wickets in England yep. twice. Uh, yeah, he in eighty one he took I believe he took over forty wickets and then in eighty nine he took he took I believe forty one wickets 
Um, amazing player. I don't know if you're aware of this, Ray. In the early 80s, a pitch invader came onto the um, field, and I believe he yeah. tried to tackle them, and he did his shoulder, and that really set his oh. career back a long way. Oh, um, wow. He was actually he, – he really hurt his shoulder and was out of cricket for two years, maybe, at, in what would have been his prime, at, then managed yes. to come back into the squad. And you'll remember him in the late 80s, Terry Allman yes. moving that ball oh. around. The Pakistani batsman had no idea what was going oh, on. He had a beautiful action, uh, me, only medium pace. It wasn't like no, no, fast, right? medium, not like yeah. Fleming, but he concentrated on his swing and he could swing it out and in um, yeah. really good. Do you, yep. I'm going to put a name out there of a guy that I used to love, and I think he should be on the plane in his prime, Jeff Lawson, you know? Oh, good old Jeff Lawson, <laughs> ball in the face, Jeff. <laughs> yeah, he, he's a tough yeah, tough one. Good bowler, right? As oh, well. um, great bowler. Pace. Pacey yeah, yeah. Uh, played cricket in when it was hard, you know? Yep. Uh, you're playing against the <laughs> yeah. likes of a Viv Richards, Clive yeah. Lloyd strolling to the crease. Uh, he was on the 89 tour behind Terry Alderman. I believe he took around 30 wickets himself. It's rarely spoken about, but he was wow. huge in that, in that, um, in that squad. And Jeff Lawson yeah. played all through the eighties. He was, he was on, I believe he was uh, in the 81 squad, played all through the mid eighties. Uh, he was in and out of the team a bit at times, but, uh, was yeah. a very good player, a tough player, Jeff Lawson. Now, all I, I I'm think... saying is, uh, you know, yeah. If you if you, if you if you had to say you can only have a team and you were like you can only in the eighties imagine this and you were like okay yep. you can only select an eighty squad I'd probably go Dennis Lilly Craig McDermott Terry Alderman Jeff Lawson as a four man prong attack Wow yeah. yeah a lot of variety there don't you think. A lot of variety. Look, and I believe Jeff Lawson totally unsung. Um, oh, totally. He had a lot more yeah. flashier, a lot more higher profile players that he played with. Yeah. Um, but he did, he did the job. You he, know, he let his wickets. He let his wickets tell the story from memory. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Yeah. Yep. yep. He, he wasn't. He wasn't uh, a media darling by any any no. stretch. But uh, yeah, as you said, his stats are there. Um, yeah. He got, I'd almost describe him as a man of few words when it came yeah. to press conferences. Well, 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 especially when he got that ball in the face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Take us through what happened, Ray. You seem more familiar with it than me. I'm, I'm struggling to recall. I, I remember, I mean, because I, I watched it when, when it happened. Look, it's not that big a thing. He was wearing a helmet as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I can't remember who he was bowl, who was bowled against. He obviously, he's a tail ender. So, yeah, he was again, for American listeners, he's not the best batsman. He because could he bat a like, little bit. For, for a bowler back then, he could bat a little bit, couldn't he? he? Could bat, yeah, he could bat a little bit. He, he wasn't a Bruce Reed, you know, let's no, just yeah. say that. Bruce looked like a duck out of water. He with was struggling with anything <laughs> on the stumps. Was pretty much bold. Uh, Bruce <laughs> Reed, in fairness to him, and I felt sorry for him, was kind of backing away a little bit. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah exactly. Um, but Jeff Lawson, um, I just he, he, you know, um, faced down the pitch, and someone bowled it. It went in between the visor and Ooh, the helmet, the uh, the the guard, ouch. and struck him right in the face. So he, he tore the helmet off straight away. Yeah, clutched his face uh, oh, down yeah. on his knees. Uh, yeah. I've got the vision in my head. And it was such a it was such a sickening blow, but um, you know he came back. It's not it wasn't a we can laugh about it because it wasn't a serious. Yeah, and, and in fairness to Jeff Lawson, he came from a tough yeah. breed of cricketers that A oh, B yeah. kind yeah. of it bred into them. Um, yeah. Never a backward step. And I remember he was quite fond of a bit of short pitch chin music himself. 
Oh, uh, exactly. Probably that's probably what uh, <laughs> hey, resulted in the it. short one to him. <laughs> yeah, I remember he didn't mind going a bit upstairs at times. You know, no, 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 exactly, exactly. Uh, you know, he'd, he'd intimidate. You know, and I one thing I like about Jeff Lawson is he often was the kind of guy who'd bowl without a lot of support. You know, like because at times in the eighties we didn't have the strongest attacks. You know, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. And sometimes he had to put the it on his shoulders, and and that's tough. Like you know, now yeah. we've got a pack of bowlers. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And oh and, yeah, and that's yeah. what you want. And you kind of wonder how we didn't like whether that was bad selection. Mm. I'm not sure. Yeah. Like, but um, you know, but yeah, I mean, I have a, I'm thinking of something in my head flashing through, and that's Lily Lily coming in with it yeah. with the with the chain going. The, the crowd chanting, oh. Lily, Lily, Lily. Lily, yeah, yeah Lily, but then Tomo as well. Um, yeah, Jeff Thompson coming in at pace. Oh, yeah, he was fast. Wasn't he faster than Lily as well? Yeah, he was quicker, yeah. Uh, Lily, yeah, early yeah. is quick because Lily had a long career. He debuted in, I believe, yeah. 1970 and played to 84 yeah. and was took 355 test wickets from memory. I hope you like how yeah, I just Lily's plucked that off the top of my bread. But Fantastic. Yeah. He, when he started, he was pace. Pure pace, yep. like Jeff Thompson. Yep. Then Lily mm-hmm. had a serious stress fracture, and he reevaluated his whole bowling style, um, wow. and came back and was an amazing bowler. Um, he has yep. also been instrumental in coaching the likes of Mitch Johnson and Pat Cummins. Right. Um, okay. He's he's done a lot of work with a lot of bowlers. Uh, Dennis yep. Lilly's uh, what he's given to Australian cricket is, I think, up there with the likes of. Anyone, Bradman, anybody. Yeah. I think as a bowler. Oh, yeah, Lily yeah. is, is, phenom- is phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. phenomenal. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's amazing when someone can do so much on pitch and then do so much off pitch. And, and frankly, he doesn't seek the highlights. You know, I, you know, you don't see no. a lot of Dennis Lilly. Again, a guy who lets his record do the talking, you know? Yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, he, I think, uh, you know, in his prime as well, he, he had that flair the same as uh, yes. McGrath had it. I mean, he knew he was good. Oh, hell um, yeah. And you, ha- you have the crowd chanting. Oh, in his uh, prime, he played up to the crowd, I would say, Dennis yeah, Lilly. You know, yeah, like, they yeah. adored him. I remember being a young kid, and I used to constantly yes. say, put Lilly on. You know, yeah. like, oh, yeah. well, why exactly. aren't we bowling Lilly right now? Yeah. And, and yeah. I remember my dad used to say, he needs a break. And I, <laughs> that's, it. that's it. I mean, that's it. They're human after all. Needs you know, Yeah, but I, as, a young, as a young guy, I didn't quite understand. You know what I'm saying? Just, I, just get him on. Just get no, him no, on. No, let's, just... let's get through them. Um, he was that good, though, that, frankly, you always... And his record shows that you always felt with him he was a wicket-taker. Um, yeah. But you are right. I think if you asked many an English batsman from the 70s, if they say, if you said to them, yeah, Jeff Thompson and Dennis Lilly, they, they'd feel a bit afraid. Like, we're not oh, bringing yeah, up Jeff they, Thompson yeah. into the squad, but I know in his prime in the mid-70s, uh, he'd yeah. be very... Can you imagine facing him on an uncovered pitch in English oh. conditions? Dearing me, exactly, and and, and two speed attack. Yeah, exactly. um, Lily and Tomo both ends. There's no respite. Yeah. No respite, and I mean they they. It wasn't a long collaboration due to injuries from um, Jeff Thompson, but um, mm. it was a vital one, you know. And I think yes. it really set the tone for Australian dominance um, at that yes. period. A very feared team. People always think of our two thousands team as the best team of all time, and I often say to people, have a look at our nineties team. You know, yep. and have a look at our mid seventies team. They're very strong units. You know, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah, I would not argue against that at all. 
Well, Ray, I mean, I think we've done a fantastic job and it's been such an honour to have you on. To Thank you for oh, taking time out of your schedule. We've really gone oh. through it and we've sent a message to Cricket Australia and Fox Cricket <laughs> over this Steve Ward debacle, you know. Oh, I can't believe it. That is, it's, it's, it's so weird. It's like one of the, one of the shoe-ins just missing. It's just And, and to make it 12th man, Ray. You know, oh, running the drinks. The like, can you imagine how grumpy Steve Wall would be running drinks? Uh, oh, absolutely. <laughs> he'd, be, absolutely. he'd be kicking he's drinks not, on the sidelines, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, oh, no, It's been an absolute pleasure, Dave. It it's has been, been I love chatting uh, cricket and, of course, chatting on the signal. Indeed. And we'll be putting this up. And I want to say thank you, Ray, and good night. Mm-hmm.